we are all familiar with some folks who may earn a what they call a consolation prize that means hey they came in second or third or 50th place and so they give them a consolation prize so that they don't feel badly welcome to i hope we're here to bring encouragement and comfort from the bible so that you can have a more hope-filled life we are so glad you joined us here today and we invite you to embark on this journey of discovery of the power of God's Word and how it can shape our lives each day. So listen in and join us as we explore how the Bible can provide hope and direction in our lives. Hey friends, we are back looking at the book of First and Second Corinthians, really rounding out our study there. And we're going to be turning to Second Corinthians chapter number one. And what I'd like to focus with you on today is the subject of finding hope in the midst of our trials. For some odd reason, as Christians, we believe that because we know Christ, that we should not have to go through problems. But that is not a very good synopsis of how we live and how we walk with Jesus Christ. I'll explain that in just a little while. But as we look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 1, I'm going to come down to verse number 7 in a second, but I'll read down beginning of verse number 1 down to that verse and just explain to you just some of the things that were going on and some things that we can observe and then help us to see how we can have hope in the midst of the trials that we have in our own lives. So here's the Apostle Paul starting out his his letter, this letter called 2 Corinthians to the Church of Corinth. He says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God which is at Corinth with all the saints which are in all Achaia. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. And as we continue this thought, the Apostle Paul writes more about the idea of comfort, and he even expands on it. He says, Who comforteth in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. So now he's talking about tribulation. So wow. Christians are going to have tribulation. He's building on this idea of sufferings and problems. In fact, he even uses the word sufferings in the next verse, verse number five. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings, which we also suffer. And whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And here's verse number seven, which is our focus today. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. We think about the idea um, in that verse we just read uses the word consolation. I think we are all familiar with some folks who may earn a, what they call a consolation prize. That means, hey, they came in second or third or 50th place. And so they give them a consolation prize so that they don't feel badly. And so when it comes to this idea of consolation, we see that Christ is the one who provides hope for us in the midst of the trials that we have. In fact, as we think about that very word consolation in the passage, uh, it really is derived from another another word that you have heard in the past. As you study the uh, New Testament, we can see that Jesus was going to send the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit, his name was going to be the comforter. That same word for the Holy Spirit, the comforter, is the same Greek word that we find here translated as consolation. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has been given to us those of us who know Christ is our Savior, He is with us and He is our comforter each and every day through what? 
through life, yes, we get that. But even through the difficulties, the challenges that we see um, as they come along our way. So let me remind you that the Holy Spirit is with you. He is our comforter. But we also receive comfort through the presence of Christ in our lives. And we also have a ministry that's been given to us that we have, and that is to comfort other people. Literally, the idea to be a comforter or this consolation means to come alongside somebody else who is in pain. Uh, They have suffering to encourage them and to help them. And so as we look at our passage, we can see several identifying things in this subject of finding hope in trials. We go through these verses and we can see the source of the comfort that we have is found in Jesus Christ. And the Apostle Paul alludes to that. He's an apostle of Jesus Christ. And uh, we can see that in verse 3, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. So where does our comfort come from? Our comfort needs to come from God. Hey folks, let me just remind you as we think about comfort, sometimes we want to find comfort in substances. Uh, Sometimes we try to drown out our comfort by watching TV and binge watching something, or there's all kinds of things that people may try to do that really does not work very, very well, that we seek to try to bring us comfort or to dismiss some of the pain that we may be having in life. When it comes to trying to find real comfort and consolation, it needs to be found in the Lord. And so there is that hope. And by the way, as a Christian, we need to be modeling that. Our hope is not found in anything else, is not found in people who are around us. And remind yourself too that people around you, they're not given the responsibility of becoming your hope and making you happy. They can't take everything away uh, that is causing the pain in your life. And so because of that, we need to trust God. God has a reason for the trials that we are going through. And so he continues on that he reminds us that he is our strength to be able to help us in the midst of those problems. In verse number four, he reminds us at the end of the verse, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of who? Of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. So we learn here that there's a source, which is God. This strength that we find to be able to uh, have consolation is... um, given to us by God himself. In fact, Jesus Christ, he is an example. He's the subject that the Apostle Paul writes about right here. He shows us how Jesus went through problems and difficulties too, where he says, for as the sufferings of Christ abound in us. Did you catch that? Jesus went through all kinds of troubles. In fact, the Old Testament description for him that Isaiah writes is that Jesus was a man who was acquainted with grief. Sometimes we look at our lives and we think, man, I've got so much grief in life. Well, realize that we suffer and endure grief in our lives in a similar way that Jesus also endured suffering, but Jesus suffered much, much, much more than any of us have. So we can look at Jesus's suffering and find encouragement and comfort through that. Hey, everybody, it's Charlie, and you already know that we have nothing to sell you. We don't run any ads on our podcast, and the only ask that we could ever have is for you to leave a review, to share, or to rate our show. So this is all because we want to help other Christians have a better relationship with God's Word, and the best way that you can help us with that is just to leave a review. It takes about 10 seconds. You don't have to pause the show or anything, and it costs you nothing. So leave a review. Let's get back to the show. And then we find some of the significance. What was going on is that God was going to allow servants, his specific servant, the Apostle Paul, to go through suffering. And he also 
is going to allow his saints. If you know Jesus as your Savior, you know that you are going to experience problems. And sometimes that's disheartening to understand and recognize, but it is something that is extremely true that we need to know. Uh, as we jot down to verse number six, this is whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation. So what's going on? The Apostle Paul is saying, hey, um, I'm going through problems. And he knew that in ministry, as he served other people, he was going to go through difficulties. He had all kinds of problems. You remember the story one time in uh, where he was let down in a basket because people were coming after him. We can see uh, a later time where he was preaching and the Sanhedrin came and several different times they were trying to get after him and he had to be rescued by, by the guards. Uh, we can see that Paul went through all kinds of trouble and grief, and his consolation in all those times came down to his knowing Christ as his Savior and the hope that God was going to give him through those difficulties. So, you say, why in the world do we go through problems? As I read the Bible, especially like all these promises I read that God's going to make us better, he's going to provide wealth, he's going to take care of my infirmities and even my enemies, and yeah, I get that. And sometimes we look at the Bible and we have to be very, very careful about context. In the Old Testament, you're going to find a lot of promises that are indicative of what God would do based upon his covenant promise with them if they were to follow his commands and recognize his work in their lives. But when we turn the page to the New Testament, all of a sudden we see the story where Jesus is preaching the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter number 5, 6, and 7. And if you read through those, you're going to see a section of that passage where it talks about the Beatitudes. You'll remember that part where Jesus starts to make some promises. He says, blessed are ye, and he talks about certain conditions. But let me remind you that we are a blessed people as God's children in the New Testament, yes, but in all the context of all those Beatitudes, Jesus is talking about we are blessed if we do certain things, if we are something, and namely in recognizing our position in Jesus Christ, but we are blessed when? When we go through difficulty, when we are in a state of suffering. So we kind of dismiss it, and the Christian life is something that is a challenge for us because we want things to be better, and especially as we look at the scriptures, and we know things are going to get better in heaven. But let me remind you that suffering is a normal thing for the Christian life. And so as we look at our own lives, don't be dismayed, don't be discouraged, but remember that there is hope. God provides that hope each and every day. And verse number seven, again of our text, 2 Corinthians 1, 7, and our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as you are partakers of the sufferings, so shall you be also of the consolation. So what's he saying? He's saying this, you're going to suffer. I know we don't like to hear that, but the fact is, is we're going to have problems. Now, praise the Lord for this. There are also abundant blessings, so remember that as well. But in the midst of the sufferings that you have, remind yourself that God is going to comfort you and be with you and help you through all of those situations. Today, you can have hope. No matter what may be going on, you may be discouraged. You may have uh, something that you're facing that you're just not really sure how to deal with it. Maybe you have some anxiety in life. You can give those things over to the Lord, and I want to encourage you to do so. Spend some time in prayer and cast those burdens before him. Why? Because God cares for you. But there is hope. 
for those of us who know Christ as our Savior. So look to the Word of God and find the hope that you need, remembering that in the midst of circumstances in those trials, that God is your hope each and every day, and really, each and every moment. So don't be surprised by the problems that come up. They're going to be there. But they're also a reminder that God will be your help. He will be your consolation. He is your comforter, and he will help you. And then, here's one of the cool things. As the passage reminds us, as you have gone through problems, you can also be a comforter for other people. Think of the ministry that God can use you to be able to minister to other people through their difficulties as they face them, and you can adequately remind them and encourage them to find hope because you also found hope in your time of suffering and in your time of need as well. Well, that kind of wraps up our studies of 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, and hope this has been a blessing to you. I'm looking forward to hearing what is upcoming next. I think Charlie's going to be looking at the books of Galatians and Ephesians, some further letters that the Apostle Paul has written, and those are great books, two of my favorite books in the New Testament, and I'm looking forward to hearing what uh, he's going to be able to share with us about hope in those passages as well. But I'm looking forward to how God's going to continue to bless you. Thank you so much for participating in our I Hope podcast. And I look forward to future times of sharing time together with you, studying God's word and growing in him. God bless you until we talk to you again very, very soon. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've been encouraged by I Hope, why not share it with a friend or leave us a review? Until next week, God bless.